0: On to the science fiction. Story Number 1 Two Perspectives of Professor Moore Written by Lostfall Galactic Cycle 153234.1 Entry Professor Clay Moore I've been invited to teach at the Pan-Galactic University. This is such an honor. It is an interspecies university where the brightest minds of the whole galaxy gather to share their wisdom and knowledge. There is so much I think I can learn here. Galactic Cycle 153234.1 Entry Dean Hedifus These instructed, despite my protest, I selected a human candidate from a pile of applications. I don't know what the poor things I can do with such a young species. They are too new to bring much to the table. From what we have learned and been told about the race, they are impulsive at best and chaotic at worst. Further, we don't know how our students will react to us bringing such a primitive on board as a professor. Some of them will likely know a lot more than this new professor. Best assign this professor to an area where he will have at least negative impact. Galactic Cycle 153234.3 Entry Professor Claymore Reporting in I met Dean Hedefus today. He seems like a nice enough fellow, though a bit stuffy. He gave me a standard lecture that I'm expected to teach classes while still pursuing my own research grants. Thankfully, I have been assigned to the science and engineering department. He tried to assign me to the xeno relations department, but that would have been a disaster. I have no experience in this field. It looks like the first class I have been assigned to is to teach chemistry. I have also started writing up some grant proposals. Galactic Cycle 153234.3 Entry, Dean Hedifus Today, I met our new human professor, a male of the species named Clay Moore. The species is more intimidating than I originally expected. "'Professor Moore initially came across as pleasant "'until we told him we were assigning him to Xeno Relations' calls. "'At this, he's initially appeared flustered "'before his face started to turn red "'and he became louder and more aggressive "'than I expected an academic of any species. "'Truly a primitive race.' He's insisted on being part of the science and engineering department, not wishing to have to face the board again. Over my concerns, I relented, and we are letting him teach chemistry 101. Being all charts, that should be safe. Galactic Cycle 153234.7 Entry, Professor Claymore. It was a great day today. I taught three periods of chemistry with great effect. I figured the best way to engage my students in this course was to demonstrate some of what you could do with working knowledge of chemistry. I started with some of the classic electrolysis demonstrations to show how knowledge of the elements can be practical. The first period students were politely attentive as I explained that chemistry was the study of matter and introduced a periodic table to them. But you could feel the very air of the class change as I brought out the water bath and my tools." I explained to them that I was able to change the chemical properties of the water by using electricity to strip hydrogen atoms from the O2 in order to collect the hydrogen. Then, to prove it to them, I lit a small amount of hydrogen I had collected in the beakers to generate a loud whoop. You should have seen them jump. Interestingly, my second period glance had ten additions and my third period doubled the size after this. Last universities I taught at, people dropped out after the first course. It is so exciting to see so many species willing to learn. Galactic Cycle 153234.7 Entry Dean Hedifus I am in shock, I think. Chemistry 101 should be a painfully boring class. Today started off normally, but after the first period of the day, there was a rush on administration with people requesting to change their professors. Well, not uncommon on the first day of a cycle. What was surprising was how many were requesting Professor Moore's chemistry class. Later, I found out that Professor Moore had set up a practical demonstration of the benefits of basic chemistry. To the shock of everyone there, he produced a tub of dihydrogen monoxide and then proceeded using only electrical currents to make hydrogen. Well, an impressive feat for such a primitive race— what he did next was to light the hydrogen on fire. The explosion was heard throughout much of the floor of the building. From what I have learned, this first period student shared the recordings of the lecture and that drove the current rush. I can only assume his primitive race learned this technique as a way of acquiring hydrogen because they didn't know how to farm the gas giants. Galactic Cycle 153234.9 Entry, Professor Claymore Today's class was amazing. I have never seen students so focused as we started a course on types of reactions. We discussed the differences between combination reactions, decomposition reactions, single displacement reactions, and double displacement reactions. For the practical demonstration, I managed to get a hold of some mercury-2-oxide. I showed them how, by applying heat, I could break the solid mercury-2-oxide down into liquid mercury and gaseous oxygen. Seeing the liquid mercury seemed to have been absolutely fascinating the students. They were so excited that they even told the dean who personally came down to see the demonstration. He was speechless at the end, undoubtedly impressed with how much these students are learning in this class. Perhaps I should have a lab where i let the students do some of these projects firsthand. Galactic Cycle 153234.9 Entry Point Dean Hedifus For the sake of the galaxy, I hope Professor Moore is unique and other humans are not like him. I started my day with a deluge of communications from six different races, all wanting to offer Professor Moore a grant to help him develop hydrogen farming techniques, more cost-effective than mining gas planets. His electrolysis experiment has made its way back to many of the students' home planets, and the responses from their governments have downright shocked him. Additionally, to my horror, I found out he had smuggled mercury oxide into the university to use in another of his uh, practical demonstrations. At first, I didn't believe the students, but they insisted I come down and see. I am asking security to review how he even got his hands on such a toxic compound Even a small amount is fatal to almost every known species Even the absurdly resilient as humans are, it can cause organ failure Then to the horror of every species present He burned it, producing liquid mercury Liquid mercury! This element is extremely toxic and no sane species would ever want to create it I asked Professor Moore what possible reason his race would have to want to create Mercury. He pointed me to the human network site, Mercury. Humans have used the stuff for everything from cosmetics to medicine. They even tried using it to create new metals at one point. We can't afford to turn away the grants, and this is the most excitement over Chemistry 101 that I have ever seen. Galactic Cycle 153234.10 Entry Teen Hedifus As if endangering himself wasn't enough Today I received a request by Professor Moore to hold a chemistry lab Reviewing his request He wants to let the students attempt his uh, practical examples themselves I immediately declined it due to lack of safety equipment I have taken this up with the board But they seem to think the human is doing a great job They just see the numbers from the grants and recent shift of students requesting to transfer here for Chemistry 101. Galactic Cycle 153234.11 Entry Point, Professor Clay Moore The Dean denied my request to conduct a lab due to lack of safety equipment. As I look around, I realize he is probably right. We don't have any eyewash solutions or even the emergency shower installed. I have gotten with maintenance, and they have gotten on one of my earth for me. But apparently, many races have no such devices. I guess the students will now just have to watch my experiments. Galactic cycle one five three two three four point one three. Entry point Professor Clay Moore. Today was a disaster. I fear I may lose my job. The classes started off well enough. We too were teaching the differences between chemical and physical changes on matter. I completely forgot my audience. I started to show off the effects of chemical changes using traditional examples like applying heat to an egg when you cook it, then showing how you can cause oxidation on iron, and finally mixing hydrochloric acid and sodium hydroxide to make salt water. During the second period, on one of the students, Elie, an avian-looking species, fainted when I started frying the egg. Only too late did it occur to me that it was not like a good example to show an egg-laying species. Realizing by mistake, I quickly tried to dispose of the egg. I accidentally knocked the small amount of hydrochloric acid I had, which mixed with some bleach. Only then did I learn that the Norag species are extremely sensitive to chlorine. All six of the Norag students present immediately passed out. But we got them out to safety, and they were all only exposed to trivial amounts of the chemical. All the Noreg requested hospitalization. I traveled over with them and made sure all were well on their way to recovery. They seemed surprised by this. I made sure to address them all by name as I apologized. Yalier also filed a complaint regarding the lesson. I spoke with Quali, the student who had passed out, and gave her my sincere apologies for doing such an action. I couldn't hold back my tears as I spoke with her and vowed to be more sensitive in the future. I feel horrible to have hurt my students. I have a meeting for tomorrow with Dean Hedifus. I may be about to be fired, but I can't say that I wouldn't fault him. As the first human to ever hold this position, I am greatly embarrassed for how this appears for both me and my race. Galactic cycle one five three two three four point one three. Entry Dean Hedifus. Disaster that is the only word to describe it. The human's practical demonstrations hospitalized six students and has now driven the Allier to file a formal complaint about a treatment of eggs. What's worse, I expected the board to let me fire him and be done with this incredibly dangerous species. I Instead, I was told ten more grants had come in after the first six. His grants represent the largest single source of income coming into our university in my tenure. I was also informed by the Adier had withdrawn their complaint. The student had reached out to her people and told them that Professor Moore apologized for his insensitivity in, apparently, a very moving way. Even the Norag had refused to lodge a complaint. They show an amazing loyalty to the professor who hospitalized them. I have been instructed to give him a star course to teach and get him working on his grants. This professor is going to be the end of me. Galactic Cycle 153-234.14 Entry Point Claymore Dean Hedifus must have really gone to bat for me. I expected my meeting today to end with a great disgrace at firing. Instead, I'm going to be asked to teach a different course and I've been given 16 new projects at my own lab. I can't imagine what the Dean Hedifus might have said, but he must really like me to go to bat for me like this. I swear I won't let him down. The physics class he has asked me to teach will be the most engaging one yet. The team does seem a little stressed lately. Maybe I should get him a cat. End of story. Story number two. Fire Support written by Tamwin-5. I thought you said we had space supremacy. Gulnex screamed over the continuous pounding of the orbital bombardment on his position. We do! The communicator crackled, plasma from the explosions interfering with the connection. The humans don't have a single ship left in orbit. Well, someone is bombing the hell out of us. Gulnex cursed for the millionth time. Is it the bloody friendly fire? You think I didn't check that? There aren't any destructions in the upper atmosphere. No stealth ships, no delayed bombardments, nothing. I have already lost half of my battalion, and if I can't move, this entire offensive is dust. Dust, I tell you. Do you want your severed head offered up as an apology to the Emperor? Because mine is going to be powdered to bits, and they're going to blame someone. I... I, ''I can't do anything. It has to be on the ground somewhere. Are you sure it's not the Spec Ops humans? They love placing bombs everywhere.'' ''If they had implanted bombs, the shields wouldn't be blocking fire from the bloody sky.'' It has to be dirt side. It has to be.'' Hillnecks snorted, ''What kind of hatchling do you take me for? You can't launch an orbital bombardment from a planet.'' He cut off the communicator with a curse. Emperor protect him from the incompetent subordinates. Artillery to E3, over. Again, aren't those scale heads already fully suppressed? Over. Might as well hit them with another thousand shells. Judicious application of fire support hasn't failed me yet. Over. Ah, fair enough. Six minutes still inbound. Watch your head. Over. Roger that. Out.